spanning the Valley of the Sun and all across the 48th state. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy, 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 happy Friday. Sports of the program is brought to you by Parkinson's Pop and Electrical Two-Time Winner of the Better Business Bureau's Ethics Award. Yeah, Bass. The one and only from TV joining the program today. Formerly the Click Chick on KCA. Formerly the Click Chick. I still have that Facebook page. Do you say Click Chick? Can you say Chick? Click Chick, yeah. I was a Click Chick for like seven years on KTR. I loved that gig. It was fun. Yeah, then they're like, God, there's no clicking anymore. Now no. we're swiping. No, I, well, no, I went and did a TV show for oh, two years. What are you thinking? Now you're back here with the bowlers of the entertainment I, I, world. It was the first place I called the day when I found out our show was canceled. <laughs> Like, who do I know? Like, can I, I come? Can I just do? I need a place to do my movie reviews so we don't have to have an election. <laughs> I like that. What's, what's the movie you're going to see next? I saw Strange World. It opens oh, next Wednesday. Very woke. I don't think I can. It is extremely woke, yes, but that's not what the movie's about. It was like they made every character's woke, but the story is about something completely different. Was the story interesting? Or Actually, it was. It was. I, well, you know what? I don't know if I'm you're not probably embargoed. I, I guess like, can, Let can me I tell talk you, about it's it? It's woke. It what is I heard. very woke. Woke. All this should matter is, are you entertaining or not? Speaking of that, uh, the World Cup starts on Sunday. Now, you, many of you probably know this. Played soccer. Moved over to Europe when I was like 16. Played over there for several years. You know, trying to make a career of it. Uh, but finally, I'm like, God, where else can I wear shorts and a t-shirt and go to work and the uh, radio? So, uh, <laughs> California. But I still live and love the game. Unfortunately, FIFA decided uh, to sell the World Cup to a bunch of murderous. Evil human trap, just the worst kind of of country you could sell to. Who decided that two days before the biggest sporting event on planet two? It's hard to imagine a soccer tournament with no beer, but that's exactly what is set to happen in Qatar, where officials have announced they are banning the sale of beer with alcohol at the eight stadiums being used for the games. Qatar is a conservative Muslim nation with strict restrictions on the sale of alcohol, but FIFA also has a seventy-five million dollar sponsorship deal with Budweiser. The announcement comes just two days before the start of the game. Okay. Yep. Here, if I was Budweiser, I'd be, I'd be like, somebody's writing me a $75 million check. Yeah. And if I was FIFA, who knew who they were getting in bed with? Absolutely. They knew what they, because this was a question years ago the, when the, they started, when they said we're awarding it to Cutter. I was like, I was like, this is not a good thing, number no, one. Number no. two, uh, you know, they have serious restrictions there. Is everybody going to be free to do what they do at other nope. world, world events? And three, here we are. So Cutter would be writing me a check for $75 million. $75 million which for them is fine, I guess. They really don't care. But, you know, yesterday you had this Danish crew, film crew, that was filming just doing like B-shot, B-roll. And the, their moral police or whatever came over and grabbed and took it away. And he's like, what are you doing? And, you know, she's yelling to the guy. He's like, you invited the world to your house. So mm-hmm. don't tell everybody what to do. But on top of all of that, take away this, because I saw this coming. Of course, you know, everybody, uh, Denmark wanted to wear human rights violation jerseys and FIFA wouldn't let them. Uh, you know, we've got, there's rainbows. Everybody's going to wear rainbow arm bags and, and, you know, arm bands for the captain's band and stuff because of what they do. The You know, the LGBT community, uh, you know, over there, it is do you know what you were getting in into? Mm-hmm. But what people don't know, and we touched a bit on it yesterday, 6,500 people are 
dead building those stadiums. They absolutely are. This isn't fake news. This yeah. is real. These are real lives. These people would go over there. They would work. They would take their passports. So it's a form of slavery yeah. where these people had to work and not go home, contact their family or anything. And then 6,500. Like, that's why we have OSHA. Yeah. Like, this people the say they hate the government until somebody gets hurt. Yeah. Exactly. And then they want OSHA to come in. So, and... People are like, that's not, there's no way that's real. I said, it's not just real. I said, people would fall off scaffoldings and they would be dead. And they were just like, well, we'll just pave over them or put them in the ground and we'll just throw the dirt over them. We'll just keep doing what you're doing. Don't pay attention. Crazy. I, I, I still am, uh, it boggles my mind that FIFA agreed to this because there's no way we, we could have the Olympics to. in a country like that. So we were, the way it worked was, it was six years ago. Here it was, they're gonna, it was between us, I think, and Cutter. And people went into a room, and it was like Cutter's not good. They don't have a. They don't have. I think they had one stadium, if they had any, and it was like a all-purpose stadium. They had no professional league. They had nothing. If and all of a sudden they come out, and they're like Cutter, and Cutter's celebrating, and everybody's looking around, going, "Okay, how much? How many oil wells did they give them? Well, that was just it. The FBI cracked down on them a year later. They caught all these people in. You know, they were like, "Yeah, we went in the other room, and they basically said, here's a wad of cash, and what else do you want?' Kind of thing. We want this thing because we want to show how we've softened the world. They you have, have it. it. You have it. And he, meanwhile, here you got the Twitter guys and gals who are freaking out because I don't want to work so hard. I don't want to devote my life to these kind of things. I just checked Twitter a minute ago, Gail, and it's still up. Uh, here's the thing, though. I'm not working 120, 120 hours a week. Elon, you can. I'm not going to work 80 hours a week. Uh, I'm not. I do. But I'm, I'm a weird person. But I will tell you You're this the right one now. person I know that works that much besides uh, Elon Musk. But I don't know him. Uh, work harder, not uh, work smarter, not harder. The whole thing is, though, as as Elon and, and as I was here and say it, uh, work a very very hard, so you eventually don't have to. And some of those people don't have to work very very hard. Some of them still do. And the other thing is because because uh, they're 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 they've got te- like these people are tech people. Yeah, they can go get another job. But the difference between you know you're sitting there and you're like that guy makes five hundred grand a year, five hundred grand a year where they live and ain't all that is cracked up to be. Some of these people make two hundred thousand dollars and they're renting rooms. They can barely afford it uh, in some of these areas. But he wanted accountability. Which is fine. He paid $44 billion for something that, quite frankly, was overpriced. The second thing is, uh, yeah, you come in, you work hard, but he's also awarding them stock. Well, why is he giving out stock? You don't think he's going to keep this thing private forever. He's eventually going to take it back out. You stay at a place like that. St- I don't want stock in that company. I wouldn't want stock because we saw what happened with Enron. And look at FTX. Well, I, I want and, cold, hard cash so I can make a decision that well, I want. For my, I my, believe, ET, my ETFs are going to be picked by me, not by you. Uh, the difference between maybe Enron and FTX, which is the crypto thing. Did you see the guy that's running that now? Okay. Yeah. So the guy that's taken it over since they, the, 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 you know, uh, Bankman, uh, freed guys, wherever he is, him and his cabal of, of weirdos, the, uh, uh, he, he took over Enron, the guy that did it. He, he's the one who navigates. He said the worst thing he's ever seen in his entire life. No accountability, no oversight. These guys and gals, they didn't keep track of anything. They would take money. And just do whatever they wanted with it. See, that's why I didn't like crypto in the first place. I'm like, this makes no sense. Anything that's not easily explained, it's like it's part of a blockchain and the blockchain this. Well, the blockchain's a great idea, but... But 
at this point, and you know, it's like, well, the blockchain, I can send money or do something somebody over, you know, worldwide in a split second. So I can do that too. That's you know, Venmo, Cash App, yeah. You know, stuff. Zell, that's all working. Did I cover everybody? I want to make sure everybody got a mention. Yes. You know, so <laughs> Everybody's okay. But it's just, it's a very interesting thing. But watching these people freak out because they don't want to work 60, 80 hours. Oh, 120. He does. He's been sleeping there for like five, six days. I slept here last week. I'm a weirdo. I get it. All that being said, I just don't think they, first of all, they didn't like him coming in because he's a little bit more right of left than they are. And he wanted some accountability. Working hard is fine. If there's something at the end of it, and I think there would have been for some of these people, I think that what he wants to do with it, which is make it a bit more TikTok and a bit more Twitch uh, and a little bit more YouTube-y because he realizes that this was never a moneymaker. You know, it's funny is when I started at KTAR in 1998, I mean, I was working five days a week here. And then I also had a part-time job working at azcentral.com because, you know, I had to make ends meet. Yeah. I was uh, just a lowly reporter and, and I was still in grad school. So I was paying for that too. So I know what it's like to work seven days a week. I know what it's like to want to work on Thanksgiving because you want that double time and all that oh. stuff. And it's like, so I know what it's like to work hard. I worked hard for a long time. So now at my age, when somebody says, I want you to work, you know, I want you to work hardcore. But at 23? I was like, uh-uh. 23, sorry, you did. Not going to happen. 23, plus, you did. Plus, people have responsibilities. They've got kids. Like, these people who've been working from home, they've got to find, now they've got to find after school care. They've got to get people to, I mean, they've got all 20-somethings. they got nothing people, going on. Not all of them are in they're their 20s. they got nothing not, going on. You think, you think their legal counsel is 20? Uh, well, I'm not worried about their legal counsel, but <laughs> most of the coders and everything, I, they're all, I saw lots of, they're all in their 20s, maybe early 30s, and they don't look like they're rushing home right now to take care of this. I look like I'm in my 30s, but hey, hey. I'm not. <laughs> You can't. Argue. I dare you to argue with me on that one. I will not. Tell me I look old on the radio, please. I'm gonna tell you look old. All right, so coming on up, we got a lot of stuff still to get to. Of course, we're gonna uh, we're gonna bust in and hold up the headlines with Miss Becky Lynn. Hi, Becky. How are you today? Well, it was good that you tell me that. I'm sorry. Then I have to fend you off again. It's okay. Oh, my goodness. It'll be very, Becky. very snarky. I promise She's you so that. so amazing. Uh, and a lot of other things. Uh, Joe Ducey is going to join us at the bottom of the hour. He's going to teach us how to avoid scammers. All of that and so much more is coming up. Gatos Chacho. The Gatos Big Q Poll Question. Brought to you by your Valley Toyota dealers. Let's do some Q. The Gatos Big Q poll question today. It's brought to you by your Valley Toyota dealers. You didn't tell me there would be a test. There's a, no, the test is coming next hour. Okay. It is multiple choice, so okay. there is that. Okay. Uh, the Big Q today. High inflation is causing two out of three Americans to consider opting for turkey alternatives. Would you consider having a plant-based Thanksgiving? Like a tofuki? To tofuki, save a few bucks. No, God, no. Answer choices are yes, no, or I'd rather eat dirt. Dirt. Chicken thighs. <laughs> I no. will have chicken thighs as opposed to which are like two ninety nine a pound, as opposed to tofurkey. Tofurkey is gross. Have you guys ever had that? No, no. I'll take your word for it. You know what? I'm going to trust you. Yeah, too. First of all, tofu is just gnarly, uh, and it's not good for you, especially when you eat it in large quantities. You know, you hear stories, but that some of that like plant based stuff, and you know, some of those other things. Now, you know what? Just go eat regular turkey. Right? Suck it up. Eat it. The turkey's already dead. You ain't fixing it. So you might as well eat him. So their life meant something. Oh, wow. <laughs> What's the winner in the house? It's got to be dirt, right? Leader in the clubhouse is I'd rather eat dirt, 48%. 
43% no, and only 10% of people say yes. Only 10% oh. of people say yes. Ooh, ooh, there's some breaking news on Elizabeth Holmes. Oh, what happened to her? She got 11 years. Oh, 11 years. That's yeah. the Theranos lady. If you guys don't remember her, talk about a scammer, right? Mm-hmm. She was the greatest. She was on the cover of everything you could think of. Theranos. Yeah. So, you know, and, and she talked like this because she wanted to be like Steve Jobs, and she changed her voice, so she's like, hi, everybody. And she wore the, what was it, the the... The turtleneck all the time. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, man. I have a deep voice automatically. No, but not like that because she was like, and she had no inflection in her voice. Because have you seen the show? Uh, yeah, that show is like, is did you see show? it? Like, uh, that was with uh, Siegfried, right? I mean, yeah, yeah, Amanda Siegfried. Oh, my gosh. And, and, so good. And Siegfried and Roy. She says she does the voice for her doorman. Her doorman loves when she does the voice. Oh, God. <laughs> that voice is uh, it's spectacular. You think so? She And she modeled herself after, like, she wanted to be like uh, Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs. Yeah. That's why she wore the turtleneck yeah. and all that. Steve yeah. Jobs didn't go to jail, though. He did not. And he also came up with something that was real as opposed to, it's really awesome. What is it? It's this thing. One blood test could do, tell you everything that's wrong with you, except for the fact where it doesn't. It, somebody she, told me yesterday there's a blood test that could tell what type of cancer you have. I said, somebody's about to go to jail for that. Yeah. She fooled so many people. Yeah. High up people, too. Like this. this Unbelievable. This crypto guy. This crypto guy got money from the government. Oh, yeah. And and you know what's funny is they all put their heads down because they're embarrassed to, f- to find out they were easily fooled. But she did. She And the difference, she lasted much longer. This guy flamed out. But, you know, like, like Becky, you said, high up people. People mm-hmm. who were just, they, they were fawning over her. Mm-hmm. They wanted her to be it. They wanted to believe, yeah. and she she charmed them too. I think that was part of it. Yeah, but man, oh. she's going to jail for eleven years, yeah. and yeah, she's pregnant. I just, I just got that message on my phone. She's pregnant, yeah. so we'll see how that goes. Well, she has. Well. She already has a kid, though. Yeah, she's been pregnant. This is her second time she's pregnant since the trial started, and then she had a baby, and then uh, then the trial actually started started, and now she is going to jail for 11 years where's mommy she's in jail why because she scammed the world and they were fine with it and embarrassed totally totally well, sad remember that's what happened to that mom in uh cry in the dark lindy oh she right. has she was pregnant at the time i think of the time of her trial because i remember at the end of the movie this little baby coming up to the fence i think like putting her fingers yeah. through the fence to say hi to her after she uh, went to jail for a little while, if I'm remembering correctly. Well, she's going to go to jail because she talks like this and because she fa- uh, totally uh, scammed the world. Taylor Swift not going to jail, though. So, but she's... <sighs> she's going to the bank, baby. This is how big this is. Did you guys see that they... Uh uh, like people in Congress are like, we need to investigate Ticketmaster. I'm like, why? You know what? You got better things to do than because their servers broke. And here's what happens: Imagine trying to drive 50 million cars into a small lane, and that's on several of the. It's not going to work. They were. Uh, it was. It was sad. But Ticketmaster, really? Good God! All right, coming on up. Uh, Gail Bass, in for the uh, lovely gate. That's why it's even lovelier. My, my future stepson, as I like to joke. Yes, that's right. You guys have got, you went out on a date with old uh, Mr. Gator. What there. a gentleman he was. Oh, he is such a gentleman. He came out here. Oh, he was just like, oh, look at Larry. I'm like, what happened to you, Larry? Right? Like, look at your dad. He's all dude-like and everything. And there you are, just <laughs> hypochondriac and everything. <laughs> We're going to hold up the headlines with uh, Becky Lynn straight ahead. It is the Gator's Jet Show. Arizona's news station. News station. 
KTAR on air, 92.3 FM, online at KTAR.com and streaming live on the KTAR News app. Your breaking news and traffic now. All right, here we go. We do it every single day at this time. It's holding up the headlines. We were, sorry, telling Gail, we're getting ready. We've been working out. We're doing a party pump because it's going to be big, Ooh, big headlines. Let's do it, Biggie. KTAR, eyes on the economy. We're planning uh, to do some Thanksgiving shopping this weekend. Get ready to spend more than ever. Compared to 2021, Arizona families will see a 44% increase in how much they spend on Thanksgiving dinner, according to the Arizona Farm Bureau. Julie Murphy with the Bureau explains this estimation includes the basics like turkey, stuffing, and potatoes. For an average family or gathering of 10 people, they'll be spending $71.88. It's a historical high, and it's a reflection of the current inflationary period that we're in. Murphy attributes this increase to transportation and high fuel costs. The national average this year is $64. Taylor Tesler, KTAR News. Holding up the headlines. Becky Lynn reads the news while Gatos and Chad interrupt and react to the day's top stories. That's right, Gail. In for Mr. Gatos today. So we're holding up these headlines. 72 bucks for turkey dinner this year on average. It's a new record. Uh, I'm eating out because I'll be traveling, going to watch my son play hockey. But uh, I'm eating on the plane. Uh, see? See, I mean, this is how we roll. I mean, that's a busy life. But I will say there was tons of food and people were buying all kinds of stuff. When I was at the store over this past weekend, so mm-hmm. it's not like it's available, but man, some of it is crazy. Expensive. Yeah, but I'm trying, like, I'm trying to figure out for a family of four, it shouldn't cost that much. But I think they said, you, they, did they say it's ten people? Ten. Okay, ten people. that's when you start to say, "Can I bring anything?" You usually say no. It's like you're bringing the potatoes. There you go. Or you, cho- well, let's I just got an ad potato. for a ten pound bag of potatoes for two dollars. I was like, I would volunteer. Here for the potatoes. Yeah, see? So you can, there's ways around it, but the reality is if you're doing it yourself, it's going to be a little bit more expensive. We're holding up the headlines. Arizona votes. The position of lieutenant governor will now be on the ballot in 2026, now that Prop 131 has passed. Democratic State Senator Sean Bowie co-sponsored this constitutional amendment and explains the lieutenant governor will step in if the governor can't fulfill their duties. If there is a vacancy in the governor's office, if the governor resigns or passes away, there's more continuity in terms of who takes over. It's not someone from a different party or someone who has totally different political beliefs. The candidates will be from the same party and they will run on a joint ticket. Which is interesting because in a lot of other states, the lieutenant governor is a standalone race and sometimes, a lot of times, you have a Republican and a Democrat, mm-hmm. uh, but this is going to be like a, a president and vice president. It is, and, and you know, let, let's face it, in Arizona, it's not like Ducey has bucked a trend. <laughs> he didn't have to step in for anybody because no. they either went to work for the Obama administration or were convicted or whatever, because... Uh, 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 I mean, I'm trying to think multiple governors here since I've moved here, like there was an impeachment, somebody moved on, you know, it, it's all kinds of stuff going on with governors in Arizona that if that I think Ducey needs an award just for a, a, a participation trophy because he didn't have to get booted out because he did the eight full. He did his time, if you will. We're holding up the headlines. Prop 132 is one of seven statewide ballot propositions that passed during the midterms, and here's what that one will do. The newly passed Prop 132 will require any future voter initiatives that come with a tax or fee to receive 60% or more of the vote to pass. 
Danny Seiden with the Arizona Chamber of Commerce says this will protect voters from special interest groups. It's not going to allow people with lots of money from out of state to come in and raise their taxes arbitrarily. It's going to force them to campaign in a different way, appeal to more voters in order to get these types of tax increases approved. He says the state legislature has already needed a two-thirds majority to raise taxes, so now the state initiative and legislative processes are similar. Colton Krolak, KTAR News. You know, it's very interesting, but I understand now because, you know, politics is local as politics can be, which is the, the thing you need to pay the most attention about what can happen to you know, your city council and stuff like that. That has an immediate impact. The money that flows in now is insane. And you have special interest groups that come in and they want to raise taxes because whether it's a union or something like that. And I like this 60%. I think that's a good thing. I don't like the 60% and I'll tell you why because sometimes you have to make a decision. And saying that something has to have 60% of the vote to pass, I, I, I just don't think that's democratic in that it's, we are not a state house. If somebody gets over 51%, they win the race, but in order to make legislation it has to be 60, I I wasn't I wasn't pro that. So, well, I mean, I just I when it comes to taxes, I think there's got to be more to it because the money flows in. Uh, but, you know, it's just like in, you know, Senate, you got to have 60%, usually get over the line, roll up the headlines. Phoenix part of a national meeting of the minds for local government leaders. KTAR's Kate Orda has more on what the city is hoping to achieve this weekend. Phoenix Vice Mayor Laura Pastor is in Kansas City this weekend for the National League of Cities City Summit, where 3,000 local leaders from across the country have gathered. Pastor says these conferences are extremely valuable for leaders to share solutions to their major issues. Some areas have already solved it, so they say this is what we did and this is how we do it. You can take this model and replicate it in your city. For Pastor, she's hoping to gain support to address Phoenix's digital divide and increase mental health and public safety resources. Live from the News Center, Kate Orta, KTAR News. That we do need, uh, the like digital divide. last two points. But those, the, the, health, the mental health side of things. And yeah, you know, as long as somebody from California is not coming here telling us how to fix some of the mental health issues, I think if you can solve it, if somebody else has a blueprint, how did you do it? We're going to have to tailor it somewhat, mm-hmm. but how did you do it? It's a great thing. Oh, yeah, absolutely. We've got a mental health crisis, and that's feeding a lot of the homeless issue. Yeah. Uh, pun not intended, but I, I mean that something has to be done. And I think it's a public health emergency, and I don't think people look at it like that. No, no but they it don't. is. They and, don't. And, and, and I think people think, well, you know what, I have you know, pe- people like you and me who don't, well, I don't know, but I don't battle mental health issues. But no. for people who do, that is very, very hard, and it's, and you, it's stigmatizing, and you don't want to tell people about it. And we need to get to the point where people can talk about it, we don't stigmatize them for that, and we have ample treatment programs for goes. people with that problem. Yeah, the treatment side of it, and if we can have somebody who's been successful and show us here how to do it, that'd be great. Holds up the headlines, Becky. We're in Mexico City. After playing there in 2005, the Arizona Cardinals returned to Mexico City Monday night, faced the San Francisco 49ers, and it will be homecoming of sorts for Cardinals offensive lineman Will Hernandez, who grew up in a Mexican household. He's injured, so he won't be playing, unfortunately, but he's not letting that derail the moment. Being able to go back you know, to my country, you know, and the two worlds collide. It's like something very, like, special or something I didn't think would ever, like, happen to me. He says the game at Estadio Azteca will be an experience unlike any other and expects a lot of loud fans in the stands. Uh, the best thing I've heard so far is, Pablo, you got a text from uh, Paul Calvisi saying, who's this Grupo... Uh Grupo Feedman. Yeah, they're going to be the musical, uh, uh, you know, the halftime show. Yeah. Uh, 
Supérame porque yo It's going to be fun and festive. And is go. it a home game, uh, technically? Yes, I just saw they put the Arizona Cardinals... Uh, in the end zone. Okay. So, got okay. so they're going to lose this game. Does, uh, does, no. a sports, does a sports station need me to go down there just to make sure everything's no, okay? No, we checked. We checked because it's old Cardinal thing. You wouldn't want to go down there. And they were holding I want to be the tight end coordinator. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We talked about this. I'm the cheerleader uh, coordinator. What's up, ladies? <laughs> we talked about this story a little while back. It's one of the highlights of my life. Uh, forget the Grammys. The Valley's own Alice Cooper says he psyched that his moniker is the winner in ADOT's name. Name a snowplow contest. <laughs> it will be called Alice Scooper. Alice Scooper. And it will be put on the doors uh, of a snowplow and sent to Flagstaff. That's great. The other two winners, second and third place, Snow Guardo and Frost Responder. Frost Responder? I was on oh, yeah, You know, Steve's going first. Uh, 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 Snow Guardo? I, yeah, it's like, like, I guess like Swaro. Swaro. Oh, that's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's very hard to say. Uh, that's, that's uh, Frost Responder, though. Who came up with that uh, one? It's probably a kid. You know what? Alice that Cooper would have been, been my choice. Yeah, absolutely. I well, think we we dubbed that the number one. Yeah. When we talked well, because about they wouldn't before. let me do Bodie McBoderson or Bodie yeah, McBoatface, which, which always <laughs> which wins, wins everything now. Yes, which is awesome, though. What's the name of my soccer team? Bodie McBoatface. All right. We do it every single day. We hold up the headlines with Becky Lynn. Uh, a lot of stuff still to get to, but coming on up, uh, Joe Ducey, because, you know, Joe knows. He does know. He's going to join the program, talk about how to avoid scammers. So be prepared for that. We're, we're helping you here, kids. We're giving you tips today. And by that, we're bringing somebody else on who knows more than we do. It's Steve Kados and Chad Show. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Spanning the Valley of the Sun and all across the 48th state, the Gatos and Chad Show. It is the Gatos and Chad Show. Uh, Gail Bass in today for Gatos. Joining us now is uh, somebody who knows, and he's going to let everybody know, uh, from ABC 15, uh, Joe Ducey joins us. And, and man, there's a lot of scams going on out there. Every day I turn around, Joe, there's a brand new scam about something from the phone to the mail to everything in between. But you've got a new thing coming out to talk about some of these scams. Tell us about it. Yeah, guys, uh, I, you know, we see skip probably, I think we get about 200 and something complaints a week. And I think probably a third of those are scams. I mean, they could be, you know, a landscaper taking thousands of dollars and not doing the work. But a lot of these and more and more of them really are these phone and email and text scams where people are losing thousands and thousands of dollars. So uh, tonight at 10, we're doing something called the scam artist playbook and basically we're taking a look you know we haven't really done a lot of this we kind of do it the other side we try to educate people about how not to fall for the scams and then we talk to people who were scammed but we haven't really thought about the process that scammers kind of use to get people to fall for these things i mean if if you guys are like me you probably think you look at some people and you think i would never fall for that why does somebody fall for that? You know, well, I, I mean, tonight we're going to take a look at, yeah. yeah. I don't know if that's you or if you think you, or have you fallen for a scam? I don't know. You know, it's funny is recently, uh, this is Gail Bass here. Uh, recently, hey, I've been getting Amazon messages and they're saying, uh, thank you, your order, or Netflix telling me, uh, you know what, your account is not working. And I'm like, who is sending this stuff? Like Netflix never reaches out by text. And Amazon, you look at the email name and you're like, uh, who's QSQ? Five three one at something something I've never heard of qx.com. Yeah, well, it's good you look at the user name. I mean, that's 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 a good step. You know, that's exactly what's happening right now. A lot of people. The latest scam is an, an urgency. Um, it's 
your Norton uh, antivirus is the subscription is up and we're renewing it. Um, you had an Amazon um, charge of uh, $560. If this isn't the case, click here. Um, the guy tonight we're talking to at 10 is uh, got something from Navy Federal Credit Union and he has a bank account there. And he, the guy on the phone had some information about him and said $5,000 was being wired out of his account. It's like, I don't know how that happened. So he gave the guy a certain amount of information, ended up losing 10000 bucks. Oh, wow. So I, the interesting thing that this psychologist talks about is, is this. Basically says what these scammers are doing. And you know, these, these are people in, in another country, boiler rooms, had tried and tried and tried different things, found what works, and passed it on to each other. And this is what they're doing. They're trying to get, she puts it in technical terms or in medical terms, like not wanting the free prefrontal cortex to work, wanting the where you think rationally, but trying to work on the limbic system, which is, you know, the nervous system and the emotions, getting them to fire up. And they do it through a number of things. And the interesting thing is, you know, these are things we kind of know, but she puts it in terms of um, techniques, like she calls it the scarcity principle. And, you know, this is something that's used by salespeople all the time. Uh, good only today. Hey, buy today, not tomorrow. You know, so this deal lands on Labor Day or whatever it is. But these people are using it in a different way. And it's the urgency, like what you just said, you know, like um, Amazon does something and you, and you have to act now in order for this thing to happen. And, and they're, they're using that. They're doing something called the, she calls it the foot in the door technique. And it's mm-hmm. basically taking advantage of our, our pleasing, you know, our want to please by asking for a little small yes, you know, like, uh, hey, just two minutes of your time or a minute of your time. And then once they get in, asking for something bigger. Um, and then the last one is something called the door in the face technique. If that doesn't work, and that's that's appealing to to the guilt. So trying to say something to you that they know they're going to say no to. And now you're thinking, oh, I said no to this person. I don't know what who they're. Well, you know. And then they ask you another question, and then it's you feel more. You, you need you want to please, and so you're going to say yes, possibly down the line. Talk so these are kind of the techniques that I think are being used. Uh, Joe Ducey's he's got a uh, the scam. What is it called? The scam, uh, scam artist playbook. playbook. So that is yeah. tonight. Quick question here because we don't have a lot of time. Most of these scammers are they in Eastern Europe? Are the some of them here? Or I mean, are the, is it just all over the globe? Well, I think most of them are in other countries, not here. And I don't know exactly where. I mean, for a while they were in Africa, um, parts of uh, Southeast Asia. Um, and sometimes you, you hear about these big busts, and that's where they happen. But I think that's where most of the stuff is going. Um, and and so yeah, and they're just throwing stuff at a wall, and when it when it hits, it hits. And, and these are the people taking advantage. Of. Real quick, before we go, I just want to say real, real quickly a couple things people should do. One, don't answer the phone. Don't answer the phone unless you know exactly who's calling. Let it go to voicemail. If it's a doctor, pharmaceutical, leave a message. The other thing, don't respond to these emails. If it's a problem, if it's a company you do business with. Hang up. Don't click on anything. Contact the company through legitimate sources. Go to Amazon. Go to your account. Find out there's a problem. Fantastic. Joe Ducey, tonight, uh, It's what time is it tonight? 10 o'clock. 10 o'clock. 10 o'clock. 10 o'clock. He's going to save you guys money. And Joe knows. Okay? Joe knows. Uh, ABC 15, Joe. Appreciate you coming on today. Thanks, uh, Joe. And uh, we look forward to not being scammed because of you. Hey, man. Chad and Gail, thanks. Good to talk to you. All right. Coming up, uh, a little mayhem straight ahead. Get my ass in for Gatos. Gatos. Chad. Joe.